0: At its core, marketing is the process of attracting potential customers and clients to a specific product or service. Marketing at its best unearths consumer insights to creatively reach and engage a target audience with the brand's benefits to drive sustainable growth. Hi, I'm Erica Farber, President and CEO of the RAB, and welcome to Radio on Main Street, the podcast all about radio. Each year, the Rab Business Development Team, led by Tammy Greenberg, attends the ANA Masters of Marketing Conference. It's a four-day conference that brings together brand managers from large and small companies, allowing them to tap into best practices, case studies and insights, while also learning about the latest consumer trends from leading marketing and advertising executives. The conference showcases creative thinking and strategy from some of the world's top chief marketing officers and leading brands on what they've implemented to meet customer needs, drive growth, and inspire change. At the conference, we had the opportunity to sit down and talk with many attendees about their marketing goals, the issues they're most focused on, and of course, their thoughts about radio. Over the next several weeks, you'll have the opportunity to listen in on some of our conversations. In this episode, we hear the conversation that I had with former CMO of Progressive Insurance and current founder and chief creative officer of Make History, a nationwide virtual collective of chief marketers who share a simple two-word vision, Make History. So we just walked out of a session at the ANA that ended with you having everybody on their feet. The radio industry knows you, Jeff, because you've been so good to our industry, but you are now truly making history. So let's talk about, you opened up your session today because we had the pleasure of being there, that you left the third largest media spending company to decide to go out on your own. And you've created this company called Make History. So on the surface, it's so exciting and it's so wonderful. But you know what? It's pretty scary. And most people have never or will never do what you have just done. So take us through like, where this came from, what the vision was,
1: and how you got to that point. Well, thank you. That's a great, great question. And I look at it and I say, you know, I've been in three decades in corporate America. I was with the greatest company of all, with Progressive had their best boss, and she understood that, hey, um, I want to do something else. And at that point, I really didn't know what it was, but I had been doing it for so long, it was like autopilot. And I talked to my boss, Tricia, and said, look, this is what I want to do, and gave her year's notice, found a great successor, um, got that person up to speed, and then went away. And I remember sitting in my office with my dogs and my wife and said, what am I going to do? And I kept centering on that word history, and I wrote down history. I spread it out. I did different things, and finally, when I returned to my roots as uh, as education, my mother was a, a school teacher, and I took out the A E I O U and make history, and then it locked in. I got it trademarked. I went. I just went. Went from there. It was like I know what I'm going to do, and I'm going to work with people that will that are very brave and that really and truly will make history because. I'm, old. I'm older now, <laughs> and, and life is short. We're here on this earth for one little bit, and I've done the corporate stuff. Now I really do believe that myself and my team can right. truly make history. And I, if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's been incredible reaction.
0: Just for the record, I don't like the word older. I like the yes. word seasoned. Seasoned
1: is good. <laughs> seasoned is good. I'm like, again, I'm like... If you look at the age, people think I'm in a different world. I've got five kids. I'm the biggest child of all. Period. End of sentence. So,
0: well, your energy is infectious. Well, thank Let's you. just put it that thank way. Thank you. So, talk a little bit. You know, you said you're going to do this. You, um, you have to invite the clients. Yes. That's a very interesting perspective. It's pretty different. Well,
1: first of all, it was weird because I got a little press when I did this because I've been in the industry a long time, and people covered it. And the the next thing you know, it's like all hell breaks loose. I literally – it's almost like my servers – I'm a small company. I knew what I was going to do. I had a few people working with me, and it's almost like the servers just broke down on me. And, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? I've got all these people trying to get into this place where I told them it was invite-only. Right, right. And I was a nice person, and I kind of listened to everybody. I talked to people. I put them through the Make History Index, and it really it threw me off. It was a big mistake. I should have kept it invite only. And some of these people did get in and get, get through, and they're clients now. But it was it threw me off, and it just and it was great because I was constantly busy, but I was busy turning people down, and I don't like to say no to people. I'm a pleaser, and I don't like to say no to people. Right. But it was it's been a great reaction, and I'm telling you, for anybody that has a background that once to go something on their own, the scarcity model, the invite-only model, is the way to go, period, wow. end of sentence. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, I've been amazed by the reaction and been so pleased by the reaction. And you you look at, you know, decades and decades in the marketing world, and if it pays off, you feel great. I love I love this industry. I'm not doing it despite the industry. I'm doing it because I love the industry. Well, it sounds like you're trying to continue to grow the industry. Definitely, definitely. It needs it right now. You look at... Um, The past little bit of time, we've lost 50,000 jobs in the past six months. We've had 20 changes in the top echelon of these advertising agencies. A lot of these people I know, I love them, big changes. And when those changes happen, it makes you sad. And then even more than that, 63% of the people that are in advertising are saying they're thinking about something new next time, next year. They don't want to be there. And people are entrusting their brands to these wonderful agencies that were... I started in this and loved it, and now it's, it's a different world. It's a different world. Years ago, I had this uh, book, Madison Avenue Manslaughter, I showed in 2014 right. when I was here at A&A. And uh, you can see what's happened eight years later. It's a different world.
0: I can't even think of one industry that hasn't been disrupted
1: definitely i look at it, it's 153 years ago that francis ayer really started you know was started the agency business because he was a middleman that was such i never heard that story and he was a great he was a he was a salesman mm-hmm. he wasn't advertising guy he was 20 years old had his dad you know his dad was his partner he said nw Aaron's son because it gave him some credibility you know by being there and uh, he started the what's called the open contract which is agency of record he took 15% and fast forward 153 later years later it's essentially the same model. It's not the perfect model, but essentially they follow the same model. And uh, we're not in advertising anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore, obviously. (laughs) And we're not in advertising anymore. And we should uh, think about something else to call it. Marketing is fine, but it's different.
0: You shared an an interesting statistic that 70% of the people aren't comfortable with change. And, you know, that's the great majority. So, What are your thoughts about how do we get comfortable with being
1: uncomfortable? And first of all, that statistic really scares me a little bit. I had people that really were behind me. I love the people I work with. They were following me into really unknown places. But in corporate America, 7 out of 10 people are just not open to change. And I don't know how, like I love change. I'm one of the few, one of the 10% of people who love change. And I just want to, you know, I'll hold their hand. You know, they put, people want to have their hand held, and that hand better not be clammy. It can't be clammy because people will sense it. Yeah. And I just want them to know that you can disrupt businesses, but you got to be very, very brave, and you got to be very decisive, and you got to know what you're getting into mm-hmm. to make history and be disruptive.
0: When I saw that, it reminded me of one of my favorite little books, Who Moved My Cheese?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's definitely. the same thing. And people are moving people's cheese all the time. All the especially time. Especially now. Especially now. It's a different world. The blockchain, there's never been a better time to be a marketer. The creator economy, blockchain, metaverse, working from home, all these things are happening, and you just got to jump on board.
0: You know, there's all these new words and new acronyms, but you used a term that I'd like you to talk a little bit about, and that's code cracking.
1: Code cracking. It's... And it's not even a new term. It's a term I've used all my life. I've always been a code cracker. I've always been a person that marches to a beat of a different drummer. I've always been a square peg round hole, and my companies have really allowed me to do that. But you're really code cracking. The same thing that Uber did for transportation, what Venmo did for cash exchange, what Spotify did for music, what Tesla does for, for vehicles. I've always loved that. I've always... Just been always there, trying to say, how can I code crack? How can I change an industry versus just advertising an industry and promote an industry? Right. That's what I have really. That's my true love. Mm-hmm. And I follow people. I follow Musk. I follow Bezos. I follow Jobs. I follow Zuckerberg. I follow all these folks, and say, how can I do that? Right. And we can, and you can too. We all can. The person that's in the way of history, it's not your mother. It's not your company. It's not your boss. It's not your spouse. The person that's stopping you from history is you. you and that's why the aeio took that out you and sometimes why which is also you you're the one that's stopping it
0: you've been such a great supporter of radio and broadcasting oh. and i know that it went into childhood i remember you at the radio mercury awards and you told this lovely story about your dad and yeah. I, i've always remembered that with all of this disruption and code cracking what advice do you have for us as people who are trying to help support brands and services to help them get their word out what should we be
1: doing differently I think you just gotta you got to start a little fresher yep and you've got and you can do this I know you can but you've got to reimagine it a little bit and what my dad and the love that my dad have it the love that I have for it it's different now and I think you've got You've got it. You just got to really. You got to just sit down and start a little bit, not blank slate, but just say what can we do? Let's let's try to do something different. Try to get better every day at it, mm. and then ultimately be the best at things. But I, I haven't thought about it as much as I should. I really haven't because I love the industry so much. I want it to succeed so much that I'm just doing out a sheer will, right? Because I just like. Hopefully, radio is doing well. When I see you, I, I hope to see you and you're like excited and hope to see all those folks that are excited. But you almost got to, like, take a deep breath and reimagine it a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's – you have it. I mean, the podcast all – it's – voice is so important. I mean, doing this podcast – first podcast I've done. I don't do podcasts. Uh I really don't. I'm not good at it. I'm I'm just – I'm not doing it. But just reimagine what it could be. Right. And reimagine it. I I really want to think more of it. I will after hours and talk to you separately, but just – Start from scratch a little bit and say, "What can it be?"
0: Well, I think what you bring up is so important that I don't think we ever take the time to step back, yeah, and really think.
1: I'm telling you, I and not react. You're, you're spot on. Like I was working every day, and my lab time was the stuff that I really loved. And that would be I'd work my job, I'd see my kids, I'd walk my dogs, I'd have time with folks. And literally at 10 o'clock at night, I do what I really wanted to do and really use that lab time. With Make History, I've switched that around where I do what I want to do during the day and really dive into things and look at things with a blank slate. If you can clear your calendar and clear your head, yep. it, it's, it's amazing. And it for me, you know, I had almost four decades of head clearing I had to do. And it, it's a beautiful thing when you start fresh. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm all behind it. I'm all for it. I'll help you if I can help you. <laughs> but just take a step away from the vehicle. No, it's because good- it, it can be a different vehicle. But but there's beauty in the vehicle, and people will will love it. The memory lane marketing stuff I talk about with radio, there's a there's a retro coolness to radio right now right. that you can maybe bring back. But I'm just, I'm spitballing and I really got to give it more thought. I really... No, but
0: that's such great advice to be able to just, we, it. it's not just important, it's critical that we take a step back and make time to really think about what we're doing and I'm, how we're doing it.
1: Well, I hope you do because I... I love this industry. I love radio. I'm not, I'm not doing make history out of spite. I'm doing it out of love. Mm-hmm. And I love this place. I love the industry. And I, you know, whatever I can do to help you, I will. Well,
0: because, one other thing you please. mentioned that I think is so important, and you talked about you really can't make history unless you have a great support team and a system. And that's just not our coworkers. It's in your personal life. And, and, you know, I think sometimes we don't think about that, but, you know, I know over the years, I've just in interviewing and talking to people, I've always said it's more important that people are happy in their personal life, because if they're not happy personally, they're going to be miserable in their work life. You which, know, so, which,
1: which comes first, the chicken or the egg? Like I, yeah. you know, look, all historians, some of the greatest historians, be it Musk or be it Jobs or be it Bezos or be it Zuckerberg. or I all just these hope folks, all of them weren't crazy. They're, no, I'm <laughs> telling you, I'm the probably, they're, I'm pretty sane. I'm pretty, I seem like I'm always, you know, going, going, going. I love this industry. But most of these people that are make make history in their, I studied this. I've studied it for years. Most of them weren't happy people. I'm pretty happy. I've got a great wife. I've got a great family. I've got a great support system. Mm. And I can go from that really happiness in my life to happiness at work because we spend more time with people at work than we do at home. So when I'm home, when I show up at home, I really show up. I show up. And when I show up at work, I really show up. Think about people going in every day. Do they show up? Do they show up? They don't. They show up. Kind of fake show up. You you get dressed. You get ready to work. you got to show up if you're going to show up. And I do for both for both family and when I'm with my family I'm there and when I'm with at work I'm here
0: I have one last question and you've been so generous with your time and I know you've got a lot going on how do you even start you know not all of us are going to quit our jobs and not all of us are going to have the opportunity to work with someone like you but everything you talk about is meaningful to all of us in different ways Wow. And and making history, we can all do it in our own way. But just the whole process of it,
1: where do you start? Where are you starting with this? It's a great question. And I'm telling you, I look at this like every day, and it's, it sounds like a crazy BS philosophy, but it's not. Like, I try to get better every day. I don't succeed. Most of the time I don't. I drive home. I, you know, drive to my office. My, I walk up the stairs today I didn't get better today if you can get better every day right. really get better every day you'll be the best consciously you'll be constantly and, and really you know I'm batting 400 sometimes but I really sometimes when I start hitting three days in a row four days in a row it's pretty cool because I, I it's mindful of that I don't go into the office to make advertising to make marketing to make creative to make content I go in to make history but I get better every day. And if you get better every day, you'll be the best. And I'd start like that to say, look, did I get better today? And why didn't I get better today? What what personnel problem, what personal problem, what work problem didn't allow me to get better? But I'm telling you, you, if you try it, and it just sounds like such BS, even history sounds like BS if you weren't live with me, if you weren't here. Um, if you get better a day, you'll be the best. And if you get better, even better and better. And work with people that make you better, right. you can make history. The, the people I work with, they have to go through a pretty intense make history index. It's intense. It's 75 questions. At some point, I'd love to take you through it. love to take your viewers through it. It's intense. It's fun. It's engaging. But it's also draining. And I know after that how brave they are, how flexible they are, how good at decisions they are, right. how caring they are, how you know, committed they are, how passionate they are. Because history is not easy. No, not easy at all. And I think radio has got a rich history. We just have to make sure we reinvent that rich history and bring it back. Because we do that, we're set, we're in great shape and it'll be back to the place it should be. Just like advertising. I want advertising and marketing to be back to where it was. It can get better and there's some people doing incredible work. My old agencies, other folks like that, we pushed each other. We we knew each other very well. You know, a marriage with your agency is like a real marriage. It really is. And if you find the right mate, which you know I found in my personal life, if I find right. the right mate as an agency mate, we're set. And the same mm-hmm. thing in corporate life. I had a great mate at corporate. I had a great mate with my boss at Progressive and my place at Progressive. But now I'm looking for other, other lifelong partners.
0: Well, and as the session closed, you were asked a question that what was the most important word that you could think of when it comes to marketing and I share that because I think that affects all of
1: us I'm telling you and this is for all of you and please I'm not the expert in this and I'm very humbled even to be, asking these, be asked these questions but to me the most important word in marketing is a nine letter word relevance and if you're relevant you'll always have a job in marketing you'll always be people want to be with you if you're not take yourself out because the minute I'm not relevant is the minute I'm done. I could have been done. I, I, you know, my wife wanted me to be done, <laughs> and I told her so this is not a Tom Brady story. But I, <laughs> but I told her what I was going to do, and she knew what I was going to do. But the minute I'm not relevant is the minute you won't see me in A and A, and you won't see me anywhere. And I don't do any of these things at all. I do it for you because I love you guys, <laughs> and because um, I don't, I don't want to beat my chest. I think the first rule of Fight Club for me at Make History, which is very interesting than other places, is don't talk about Fight Club. My clients, I've got great clients. I love them. But my commitment is not to talk about their business right. because it signals that something is not right or wrong. They'll talk about it at the right time, and they'll, they'll, that's what I enjoy. I'd rather them talk about it than me talk about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Again, I thank you so much for stopping by, and thank you for your continued support. You're just an incredible individual and I, for one, I'm still on a high from that session today, well, so hope, thank you. I hope
1: others that <clears throat> are hearing this are probably saying, what are these people so pumped up for? <laughs> you know, I hope they feel the same way, and I really look forward to seeing some of these people in person. And it's been nice to be radio on Main Street Podcast. This is my first podcast. Thank you for being um, not give, giving me a hazing, hazing period for this. Oh,
0: my gosh. Are you kidding?
1: Thank you. Love you guys. I'll see you soon, okay?
0: Love you, too. Thank, thank you.
1: Taking Jeff's advice to
0: heart, all of us can make history in our own way. So let's take a deep breath and consciously try to get better every single day. Let's look at things with a clear slate and make an effort to just step away and reimagine what our businesses can be. And as we get better every single day, we will be the best.
1: If you'd like to learn more about radio and its many benefits, we invite you to visit us at rab.com, or you can email us directly at askrab at rab.com. Until next time, it's Radio on Main Street.